February 6, 2011, Heinz Ward just caught an eight-yard touchdown to help close the gap for the Steelers as they're down 10-21 at the half. Aaron Rodgers is gearing up in the locker room and ready to win his first Super Bowl and the fourth for the Green Bay Packers. The world is about to witness their first halftime show in the post-Dan Rock era, but maybe not the way they wanted it to. This is it. Welcome to Halftime, the podcast that gives you the in-depth analyses of Super Bowl halftime performances that you never knew you needed. My name is Dan, and I am joined by my co-host, Sam. Sam, how are you doing? Dan! This was crazy. I mean, it was <laughs> insane. It was stupid, but I, I, it, it, was, it was so bad, it's good. I'm so excited to talk about this. I am ecstatically just like... I need. To, I would watch it again, but it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> if this will make a lot of sense to people, this was crappy, but I loved every moment of its crappiness. I can't wait to dive into this. Before we get started, please, guys, a few things, few things before we get started. Please go ahead, click the description, and you will see a link to go and watch this. I highly, highly suggest... You go and watch this because yes. the visuals in this are hilarious to say the least. We have been trying our best to do this. Like you don't need to watch it to understand the visuals. Watch it and understand the visuals. I We will still try our best, but you need to watch this show. You will It will make you laugh for about 12 minutes straight of how stupid it is. Like it's glorious. For like, sure. So go ahead, guys. Go ahead and watch the video and then continue listening. And if you feel so inclined to, maybe go back and listen to some of our older episodes so that you might be able to catch a few references about what we talked about, especially in previous ones. So go ahead. Do that right now. And without further ado, Sam, let's get started talking about Dan. Will I Am and the Black Eyed Peas. The year is 2011, all right? You remember 2011. You were only 13 at the time, all right? And we were the in Black eighth grade, Keys, right? I think we were in seventh grade. I think eighth grade would have been the next year, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 because I know Coldplay I guess we started high school in 2012. Year. Yeah, the 2012-13 was freshman year. So mm. the 2011 at this point, we were in seventh grade. But the point is... The Black Eyed Peas were legit the number one act in the world at this time. They were high, like, riding off the wave of I Got a Feeling and uh, some of their other hits, Boom Boom Pow, like, pr pretty much almost this entire, this entire set list. They're riding high off of the wave and success that they just had, and they're one of the most popular acts in the world, all right? And this Super Bowl was so bad for them that I, I pretty much destroyed the band. Like... <laughs> <laughs> They haven't done anything since Fergie left. Like... Incorrect. Incorrect. The Black Eyed Peas have reformed Sam Flowers in 2020. Actually, it might have been 2019, really? but regardless, the Black Eyed Peas are back. Is Fergie there? No. No. Yeah. <laughs> but That's they, the are, one thing I know. <laughs> they are just as good. They actually released Are they the just song. as good? <laughs> Were uh, they ever good? No. No, but it, they... I wish they were just as good, but look, they have a song. It's, I believe it's called Mama Sita. Go ahead and look it up. Maybe we'll put a link in the description if we're feeling ambitious, but go ahead. So they have done stuff and 
Here's what I'll say. Before we continue, I just want to point out that looking back on it, the Black Eyed Peas were revolutionary for their time. Nobody else really had that same feel, that same EDM sound. I mean, later we'll see LMFAO kind of follow in their footsteps, but I think that it was it was one of the first popularized like pop EDM type of songs, which looking yeah. back on it, I think a lot of this music would be popular now, but it's Maybe. also just stupid lyrics. Boom, all boom, of pal, their lyrics. I'm a B, bro. They, I don't all know. Of, I like all them, of their but. songs are just about how they're awesome and they love to party. That's all of their songs. When you really dive into it, they have nothing else that their songs are about other than that. Yeah. And I don't know. When we get into where is the love, we will get into where is the love. Don't worry. I will dive into that. But I again, I'll be honest, 2011, 13 years old, I'm excited. I was a big Black Eyed Peas head back in the day as a 13-year-old. You're a pea. All right. I was a pea head as a 13-year-old. I will not deny that cuz I mean, let's be honest, their music was kind of made for middle schoolers. I mean, it and, was elite. And yeah, we were perfectly in that middle school era when it was elite. So, of course, I'm excited for this. And then even as I'm 13 years old watching this, I realize the Black Eyed Peas are very lame. And I don't want to hear any more of them. So even the demographic that their music is essentially aimed towards entirely, it completely killed that audience, too. So that's how bad this performance was. It made me stop being a peas head. On, on my phone. Well, yeah, I mean, car. of course, of course, I listened to it because I wanted to hear the music again, get those no. feelings, and just remember. I mean, what else? Before, all the other stuff. Oh, I, don't know. I, I don't know. I'm a big. Uh, I, I think honestly, I'm a bigger pea head now than I was back when I was in middle school. <laughs> I was definitely bigger back. I'll still, I'll be okay. Do I still listen to their songs every here and there? Yeah, for nostalgia reasons. Do I know their trashy songs? Of course, I know they're not good songs. Except for Let's Get It Started. That is actually a legit song that gets me hype every time. I But we will get into that because that like song it. is in Pump here. It's my favorite. Yeah, okay. Pump It can get pretty hyped. They too. have but bangers, the Sam. Don't they deny it. Don't yeah, okay, deny it. Am I slowly going to go back into being a peace head at the end of this? You might I be guess. a pea head. <laughs> I guess we'll find out if I'll be a pea head again. So, I mean, we'll find out with that. But the point is. Hashtag trail to the pea head. They were the biggest name. People knew them. And then this happened, and now nobody cares about them. And almost instantaneously overnight, people stopped caring about them. That's how bad this was. It's a shame. So, yeah, that's the mindset that uh, America had at the time. And originally, they were just going to get a country music act before they got the Black Eyed Peas. The, <laughs> the act was never named in my research. It just, everywhere I looked, it said a country music act. So... Like two Who completely different. I'm not sure, but the fact that they could choose the Black Eyed Peas or a country music act, two completely different type of musical genres. Maybe it would have been Tim McGraw. <laughs> maybe it would have been Tim McGraw. Maybe uh, Tim McGraw maybe, Faith Hill. Who's the guy on The Voice? Isn't he a country uh, music Shelton. person? Blake Shelton? Yeah. Back then. I, I could know. be wrong. Was he still with Gwen Stefani, who was also in a halftime no, show? No, he was... I don't know if at that point he was married to Miranda Lambert, but he was he was not with her. He was not well, with Gwen. I'm, I, I don't a whole have another a lot of... woman in between that, Sam. 
I don't have a lot of country music knowledge. I will admit that. I have more Black Eyed Peas knowledge than I do country music. Just another reason probably, you should become a pea head again. Pr- probably a bad thing, but still, I'll be honest on that. So, we ready to dive into this? I'm ready. Well, All right. honestly, before we get into the music, let's just talk about their outfits. Let's yes. All right. So, do you? I'll I'll give kind of a little description for people who haven't seen it yet. So, if you haven't seen it yet, go and watch it because you haven't really it. missed too much yet. Go and so, do it now. This is your second chance. And now we're back from you watching it, and now you'll understand. So they're coming off of stripper poles from the sky. Let's just start out with that. Let's not forget they're on stripper poles and they're coming out of the sky. Then, I, did, I didn't really realize that that's what it was until you just said it. Oh, now it's kind of funnier, right? Oh, it's hilarious. Yeah. So here's what they all look like. Will I am. He has a silver hairpiece. All right. This should be. Uh, I think this is up there with Sting in terms of questionable uh, outfit choices. No, this it's is worse than hairpiece. Sting. This is 100 percent worse than Sting. <laughs> It so, looks like he has his like normal hairstyle, but they like <laughs> he like dipped him by his ankles in like molten silver and just let it warp around his head and his hair. It's so it's so bad and so weird. People thought that they were maybe making a reference to the movie Tron Legacy, which came out in the December before the show. Uh by the way, they should have had Daft Punk. I'll get to We will get to that. We'll get to that. But the point is, so he has a silver hairpiece. And then he also has just one singular shoulder pad that's got complete diamonds on it, too, for some reason. And then just a giant strip of light going across his chest. And then the rest is like a leather black. So that's what Will I Am is wearing. Then we see what Apple D. App has got on. <laughs> his name so is he's, funny. He's got a mohawk, all right? A very thin, very thin mohawk, but not not it doesn't look cool whatsoever. He does not pull it off. <laughs> then he's also got thick, very thick with one C, white sunglasses on too, which, you know, whatever. Then he's got all black, but the edges of his pants and the jacket have lights on it. Just the very edges, like like three rows of lights on the pants and the jacket. Other than that, again, all black, all leather, whatever. Then we get to Fergie, who, in my opinion, hers kind of makes the most sense because she has a full, like, football diamond shoulder pad and then just, like, a black dress underneath. Hers kind of makes the most sense and is the least questionable. <laughs> it's ironic because I know we'll get we'll get into Taboo, but the we person who is the taboo. best performance... The person who's the best performer has on the worst outfit. The worst performer has on the best outfit. We will get into Fergie's performance, ladies and gentlemen. We will get to that. And then we get to Ted. I hate her so much. Oh, without a doubt. She's the worst. But then we get to Taboo, who just kind of looks like a broken Christmas tree. Taboo looks sick. Take that back. Take that he, back. Looked, he looked terrible. Dude, I'll I mean, say, honestly, although I just said what I said for comedy reasons, Taboo had the best outfit. Dude, the yeah. fact that it was just fully LED under the black was sick. That's awesome I, costume design. I, I more so didn't like the fact that the lights were just flashing randomly. 
And if, the, if it was the, done correctly, then I think it yes. would have been the best. But I will give you that they were a little bit random. That that to me is why I take it all entirely down. Because e- even if the lights were all just like at once, but they and they were just flashing at the right time, but they were just they weren't going to the beat. There wasn't any specific pattern with the lights. It was just like the suit itself that he was wearing looks like it was broken because all the lights were just completely random, and that made it look even worse. So. Okay. That's fair. Dan, if you if you had to rank the four from dumbest to least dumbest in terms of their outfits, how would you rank them? Okay. Least dumb, I'm going with um, Taboo. Okay. Then Fergie. Not by far. Okay. Then Apple D. Apple. And Apple then Apple. Will I Am. Is it Apple D. <laughs> right. Apple? Apple D app. That's I, what I, I don't oh, Apple D app. I, I think it's Apple D app. <laughs> Apple D Apple. <laughs> I, I am, I, I I am obviously not a P head. If I'm being completely honest, I did not know the names of the other two until well, last this, week when you told me. Yeah. It also was helpful that uh, there's an SNL skit where uh, I think Keenan Thompson and Andy Samberg play Apple D app and taboo, and that's how I know their names. It's just from that sketch because I can't Andy Sam- I called him Apple D Apple. I did because I remember specifically in that sketch, uh, Keenan Thompson is like, Well, I'm Apple D app, which is short for Apple <laughs> and then Andy Sandberg is like, And I am named after the board game Taboo. <laughs> so that's how I remember their names, to be well, honest. That's how that's how I'd rank that. Will I am at the very bottom. I just, yeah, will his I? was stupid. Fergie's wasn't. I don't know. Her, me, her and Taboo Fergie's, are tied. I'll give them that. To me, Fergie's kind of made sense. It made sense, of. but it still looks stupid. Yeah, with I mean, all four of them look stupid. So, but that's I would say, I would say I'd go Fergie, then Apple D app, then Taboo, and then easily the dumbest as well. I mean, that silver. Oh, actually, piece, I say that the special be... guest in this one actually has the best outfit. Oh, well, we will get into that. Let's not spoil anything. Yeah, I we'll know. Get That's why that. I didn't mention I know, I know exactly name. what you're talking about, but I'm just saying of the main four Ps. Uh, <laughs> the pod. <laughs> can we just, yeah, let's call them the pod because I don't want to keep saying the full name. Uh, so the main four in the pod, I would say that's how the rankings for me go. And uh, now do we want to actually start talking about the song? Yeah, about <laughs> – Terrible. 10 15 minutes in let's start talking about the actual <laughs> performance that tonight's gonna be a good night that tonight's gonna be a good night that tonight's gonna be a good good night tonight's the night hey let's live it up show i got my money hey let's spin it up so they start with I Got a Feeling. Great which, song. Great song. Oh, it's it's the it's song not, itself it's not is good. Not yeah, I'm yeah. not talking about this performance. I'm talking yeah. about the song itself on yeah. the CD is good. Yeah, the song normally, uh, but their microphones are not working. Oh, right they off are, the bat. Just <laughs> terrible. Right off the bat, they're not only uh, attacking your eyes with how they look, but they're attacking after they come down on stripper poles. After they come down on stripper poles and they're possibly Tron inspired outfits, uh, then they <laughs> their are, mics yeah, don't work. their mics don't work. So everything is already off to a bad start. 
and I love it. Not to mention they, they duped me because I saw all these people run onto the field. And I was like, you know what? After last week's performance, I'm glad that they've gone back to having the crowd on the field. Then Then they all start clapping at the same time. And I was like, yo, what is going on? And then I realized that they are all dancers. And I was like, that is the biggest just dupe. Uh, <laughs> Honestly, I, I so kind of love I feel like, though, that really helped into the stupidity. I Oh, I don't disagree, but I just I felt stupid because I thought it was the crowd. I thought they did something smart. <laughs> That's the issue for me. I'm more upset that I gave the pod more credit than they deserved. The pod was going for a good idea, but it was executed so poorly. <laughs> I'll say that. The idea and the thought behind it is good and the intentions, but it's just executed so terribly that yeah. I love it. Well, here's here's my theory that will go throughout this entire performance. The Black Eyed Peas, they're terrible live performers. They don't okay. move. They don't dance. They don't do anything. And well, so, wait, 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 Dan. They try to dance. Oh, all well, right. What they do I, they is they don't successfully do it. Yeah, Most of the, so my note for this one is that they're relatively static. And so they depended on the dancers to provide visuals other than their outfits in terms of like movement and stuff. But the camera didn't do a very good job of capturing the entire essence. So I have a theory that one, this would be a little bit better of a performance in real life. Not by much, but I also think that because we don't get to see the dancers as much, a lot of my notes are going to be that they don't move as well. And so that's going to be, I think it's because the camera didn't capture the dancers who are out there to kind of entertain like that. I agree, Dan, you, you make total sense when you're saying that, uh, but that's, I think that's all we have for I Got a Feeling, right? Yeah, so. I mean, I have a feeling that it's time to move on to Boom Boom Pal. Gotta get that. Gotta get that. Gotta get that. Gotta get that. 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 Oh. Yo, I got that hit to beat the block. You can get that bass on below. One, probably so, their most iconic song. Is it? Dude, it has to be. <laughs> you think you think it's more iconic than I Got a Feeling and Let's Get It Started? At the time, yeah. Um, it may at, be the at the time when the song, like, in middle in school, Boom Boom Pow was the song. Maybe. Yeah, I, you might be right on that. I, can't I think looking back on it, it's definitely not the best song. But I think it was one of the more popular ones. If not, it, the, without, I think it was the yeah. most popular. It, it, you, yeah, you're probably, I think at this point, yeah, I'd be splitting hairs. I'll agree with you on that because it, I, my, it probably was boom, boom. I mean, out. they're all, like we said, they were at like their peak at this point. Yeah. So all of these songs I, were fairly popular. You could really make an argument for probably any of the songs that they have in this set list it's maybe one of the most popular that they had at the time yeah, like we're sure. just splitting hairs at this point so i'll okay yeah. boom boom pow so did you notice how some of the people uh their green suits would just turn yellow randomly no okay because that's one of the things i noticed was that when they would have the big uh exterior shot not exterior when they would have the big wide shot then and you would see the green arrows pointing to the left. For some reason, it was specifically the left. I don't know why. 
uh some people's suits would just turn yellow randomly for like two seconds and then it would turn back to green so i don't know if they ever thought about there was going to be like a color change in the arrows which actually would have been probably a little bit more exciting than just green arrows pointing in well a direction. it was green because that's their color at yeah. this point although they are yeah. the black eyed peas yeah their the big pod. album was the one with the green head on it yeah so but i was just just like i was wondering why the suits were turning yellow. yeah no so I, on a I didn't notice that but that's interesting i thought that the le dancers the led dancers were hilarious yeah the LED oh, dancers. <laughs> and we haven't even gotten to my favorite led dancer which is going to be coming way later on in the show but still well, i thought like they're doing their best they're they're doing what they can i thought it was also funny once uh taboo started doing his part of the song and then at one point they he points up into the sky and then we just hear a giant laser that gave me a nice uh that gave me a nice laugh right there like, I, I got that spaceship Pew! And it's I'll a say, nice little sound effect. i liked i thought that everybody did a decent job with their part of singing except for fergie she sounded like yeah. garbage here's my thing that, and and i'll talk about this throughout Fergie sounds pretty good on an album, relatively speaking. Yeah. But in person, I feel like she just teeters the line between sounding absolutely terrible and sounding good. Yeah. Like I feel like she just lives in that like where I'm like, wow, that was that was like if she just a little bit yeah. worse, then it would be bad. But right now it's just like chilling in that like weird phantom zone in between like yeah. good and bad. Kind of like a limbo where it's like you're not quite horrible, but you're not quite good yet. You're kind of I just mean, like. If you want me to be honest and like. Oh, I, I would save this for the end, but I think it's relevant now when we're talking about all of them singing. Their performance sounds like four friends singing at a talent show more than <laughs> a, a performance by artists. Yeah, how it's like the music just, relies so heavily can. on, like not auto tune, but like pitch manipulation and stuff because they are yeah. more EDM. They're it's very just, heavily produced in terms yeah, of their actual so music. Live sounds terrible. Yeah, when you hear their actual voices, you're like, oh, this is why they're heavily produced and auto tuned and only sing about partying and being awesome because they don't have, a, there's not, they're very surface level in terms of a musical group. I'm very surface. They've got great beats. Them. I'll give them that. They've got great beats, but again, everything else is Will not... I am drop the beat now. Uh, <laughs> so as I'm writing this down, I put down in one of my notes, I'm cracking up wondering how this is going to get any dumber and any worse. Get to sweet child of mine. <laughs> nice this little transition. Was, you like that? This was one of the best, in my opinion, because this, dude, I'll say it. 
this is on point with um kid rock yes <laughs> this is same level if you haven't if you don't know what we're talking about go ahead and listen to um the janet uh, jackson episode yeah janet jackson episode and kid rock is uh, yeah but this is terrible. it's it's this is it's slash that comes up yes it is it is legit cringy and hilarious because while this is happening and Fergie is butchering sweet child of mine, <laughs> she just, she just cannot <laughs> she's sing. She's the worst. She cannot sing correctly, especially when it comes to other people. So she has trouble. This singing made me think songs. of, um, when she sang the national anthem. Yeah, exactly. Wait, did she sing the national anthem? Not for this, for the NBA game. I think it was the oh. NBA all-star game a few years ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. 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 Um, oh my god! The the point is so well. The best thing about it is Slash really doesn't care at all. He's literally just there to play his guitar. He doesn't. He's got his head down the entire time because he doesn't want to be noticed. Even though <laughs> with that top hat and the sunglasses and the hair, it's kind of hard not to notice Slash. It's <laughs> so he's really trying his best to look like he does not want to be a part of it at all. And then it comes even better once Fergie is pulling a sweet D from "It's Always Sunny." and is like trying to rub up against him and like is throwing her hair in his face and everything and he's just like i just want to keep playing this and as soon as i'm done with the song i am getting out of here this was not worth it at all to me here's my theory here's Fergie my theory is the real life d from it's always she's trying so she is trying so hard to look sexy and look good for slash and, and she's it's not. just yeah she's not pulling it off at all she is she's doing a terrible job doesn't oh help that she gosh. butchered the song so here's my theory of this <laughs> i think slash thought oh yeah i'll definitely uh perform for the halftime show that sounds really cool black eyed peas i mean they're pretty big they're on top of the world and then when they're doing their performances and their rehearsals he realized how terrible this is gonna be and is immediately put to shame and wishes he could have gotten a way out of it, but couldn't. So he's literally just going to look down, look like he does not want to be there at all. He does not care. He's just going to play the guitar. And then I even noticed this. The second Sweet Child of Mine is done, he's like running off the stage. He <laughs> wants to get out of there so badly because he thinks like, oh, God, this is going to end their career. This might end mine also. I will be an embarrassment after this. I just got to get out of here. But Slash comes out unharmed, thankfully. Nothing <laughs> bad happened to him. He's still good. So. Yeah, he still goes on to be in the Phineas and Ferb movie a few yeah. years later. Yeah, so he's still doing some pretty good successful stuff. So he's so. still being involved in things that – still showing up in things he shouldn't be in. Yeah. <laughs> the point is – the point is, this moment was fantastic because of how he doesn't care. She's trying and is failing. And overall, I think you could argue this is maybe the best part of the whole show because oh, of just how sure. bad it is. It's the ultimate so bad it's good, as you said, Kid Rock levels of just terribleness. But you're laughing the whole time. And She's if you don't want to... If you don't want to watch the whole show, which I don't understand why you wanted after how we've been describing and talking about this, you need to see this part. You need to see we can't the sweet do it child justice. of mine. We can't. You really got to just see it for yourself. Please watch the sweet child of mine section and watch the rest of it too. But that is what I will say. Sweet child of mine. 
this is also arguably the worst performed song <laughs> I think that we've had too because Fergie is terrible with it. She, uh, I don't know how many times I can say this, but she sucks. I also noticed because there were more close-ups on her. This goes with her outfit. For some reason, two of her fingernails had really Super long, long yeah. to it, and then the other two didn't. I don't, I don't understand. That goes with her costume choice that was already questionable, and then this makes a question even more. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all we have for this song. Yeah. I don't think there's much more we can say. Move it on to Pump It. iconic song mic problems right off the bat again just having some some issues on the mics today because i think it's like what two out of four songs right now i've had mic issues if not more yeah yeah just about almost all of them have had uh mic issues other than sweet child of mine which should have (laughs) one time they don't have mic mic. issues yeah (laughs) so now everybody's just getting into it. Now they've got the trumpets. They got some band members. They're really, they're starting to go all out on this. And uh, they're going back and forth with each other when they do the pump it louder. Hey, ha, ha. I did see some movement on this one. Yeah. Which I liked. I but... think, uh, I think so far in the performance, this is their best song. That yeah, they do. but I'm going to give them a little minus points here. Okay. Because yet again, they duped me. I saw people with trumpets and drums. And I said, yo, they're going to bring out a band. Sick. We've seen this in Super Bowl performances before, and it's always elevated the performance. But it's just dancers again. Just dancers. Just to dupe us. Just, oh, yeah, sure, they use trumpets and drums in the song, so let's just put people out there with trumpets and drums, but not play them. Have them just dance. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You don't like getting duped, especially when it comes to bands, and you love the bands, Especially too. when it comes to the Black Eyed Peas. The fact that I was duped by the Black Eyed Peas, not once, but twice during this performance, really grinds my gears. The- the peas in the pod really got you. Uh, they really got you a few times on this. <laughs> so brutal. Yikes. Very brutal. brutal. I wonder. Okay. So this is so far the most you've been duped during a show. I wonder if any future performers will dupe you three times. Dude, it seems can't. there's no way. I've never been duped difficult. before. Oh, I thought you were, you were probably duped in one of the other shows at one point. Maybe. But I'm you sure. weren't duped. I twice. probably you didn't never... want to admit it. You, you weren't duped twice. We know that. No. This I'll is the first time that. you've been duped twice. Okay. So that's good to know. So after Pump It, you get to Let's Get It Started. Everybody, everybody, let's get to it. Get started. Get it started. Get it started. Get it started. Let's 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 get it started. Let
And to me, this is probably my favorite out of their songs. When I was in college, before I'd have to play volleyball or football, this was part of my hype playlist. They would just they would pop up at times. All right, some pretty pretty good song. But the tempo was faster than the normal song, which really kind of threw things off for me a little bit. And they ended up making the song worse because of that. Like it was already it was already a good song. And then they made it like too fast and they added in the oh, 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 oh for like their next upcoming song. So they kind of did too much at once for the one song that I would say I was actually looking forward to hearing. So I really was disappointed yet again, two times in a row. Am I disappointed by the one song that I'm looking forward to in a performance? That's so. not a good streak for you. Hopefully Madonna won't make it three in a row because I will be very upset if it's going to be three in a row next week. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I thought that this was decent. That's just what I wrote down. I thought it was decent. I There wasn't really enough of it for me to really be like, oh, let me do an in-depth analysis of this. Yeah. I'll agree. It sounded off. So if if you thought it was a little bit faster, you probably listen to this song more than I do. So I believe you. Out of out of all the songs uh, that they did, and I mean, I have a lot of notes for all of them. This one, I do have the least amount of notes. Just yeah. like you go faster, you add it in something. So that's all. There's really not a lot to this other than just terrible. Yeah, for sure. I did it again, so I'm a... Oh my baby, let me. I do it again, so let me get the beat. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, baby, you got it all. So now we get into OMG. <laughs> and we get the surprise performance by none other than Usher. The man, the myth, the legend. Now, Usher comes in and definitely saves the day. For sure. He is their Superman. And he looks so good in his all-white suit. Man is fly. Because they all have on black or gray. Yeah. They all have on black or gray. They look stupid. He Meanwhile, comes in like a white angel from heaven as he... Oh, my God. Oh. He, like... Usher just, I don't know if this made Usher look cooler or it made the Black Eyed Peas lamer, or probably both, because it goes to show that Usher should have been the one that did this halftime show. Usher is Jason Derulo before Jason Derulo. Absolutely, so. He's a legend. I love Usher. I'm a big Ush guy. Big Ush head. So Usher really came in, he saved the day by just straight up looking cool. He sounded great, I thought, too. Yeah, I thought, well, for sure, especially for how much he was moving, he sounded really good. Yeah, he was dancing along, unlike the peas in a pod, who, when they would try to dance, it was, well, as you said, we can't even consider it dancing, because it was just terrible. But Usher comes in, and then I, probably my favorite moment of the entire thing, that's like genuinely a good time, not a laugh. Yep. Is when he jumps over Will I Am and does the splits. That is legendary. Oh, when that happened, I was just like, "Oh my god!" He's... That is an all timer. That is out there with uh, uh, 
Oh no, who was it? Who was in the uh the Janet Jackson one with the, uh, the coat? Was it P. Oh, Diddy? Uh P. Diddy, I think. Yeah, when coat, P. Yeah. Diddy that is like up there with P. Diddy when he has on the coat and he's going across with the like fireworks in the back. This is on par with that. Yeah, he really came in and uh did a lot for this. And overall I thought that like Usher you did great. I, I'll just say this now because I know we're going kind of fa- we're going long with this episode. Usher is going to be my MVP. Oh, because he was sure. the one person that cared and did good. I <laughs> almost I almost would care. give it to Slash, but Slash clearly didn't care. So Usher, he at least tried and he looked good and he saved it from every single song being just abysmally terrible. He at least brought some pizzazz to the show. He brought the he fire did. extinguisher and he put out exactly. a little bit of the fire of the overall dumpster fire that this was. <laughs> but, Great job on that one. Yeah. I think that he goes to show what should have been because he was moving on stage. He was dancing. He's a, he's a dancer singer and it just, that's what the Black Eyed Peas needed. They were just, and it just highlighted how static and just lame they Man, were when they were performing. The alternate timeline where we have Usher as the halftime show instead of the Black Eyed Peas coming out of the dad rock era. Well, here's the what it needs to be. Then it needs listen. to be Pitbull. It needs to be Pitbull, Usher, co-headlining. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe that'll be the future. We'll find out. So Usher saved the day. Dan, are you ready to get into probably their worst song, Where Is The Love? I mean, it's all relative. They're all pretty terrible, but I wrote that this was very solid. Really? So we're going to argue on this one. Okay. So maybe it's just because I genuinely (laughs) think that this song is legit terrible because it sounds so like factory produced and disingenuine of a song to try to like get people together and do the, do the good stuff. We can love each other. It sounds like so phony, especially coming from the black eyed peas who again, their music is partying and being awesome. And then they come out with this type of a song and it's like somebody at a record company was just like, listen, we just need a, some sort of song to bring people together. Uh, let's just write it in like 10 minutes and uh, we'll put the black eyed peas on it. Who really cares? They'll, they'll sell the album. So Maybe it's just the fact that I hate this song so much that I was so out of it and I didn't even really care about how they were doing it. So to me, this was the worst song of the whole thing. I was already, I, so throughout this whole thing, I'm liking the terribleness, but this type of terribleness, I'm hating. This is the one moment that I kind of hate the entire thing. So that's that's just me for this. I liked it. I like this song. I just like, I don't know. 
I mean, I don't really look too hard into the lyrics because it is the Black Eyed Peas after all. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> I mean, it kind of is what it is. But, I mean, I don't know. This is one of their more... I think this is one of their more well-known songs. Like, a lot of people yeah. will say this is their favorite Black Eyed Peas song. A couple of my and friends I, have said that. And I will say to them, really? This is your favorite? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Regardless, they... um. I think that they this the vocals sounded arguably the best that they've been in this song because they're they were all pretty good about like harmonizing with each other and so in terms of vocals I think it sounded pretty decent and I thought that the energy was appropriate like they were just doing all this hype stuff then they're gonna bring it down a little bit take a moment to catch their breath after Usher just did pretty much <laughs> everything for them so um, also. Taboo's jacket, his clothes, uh, the lights actually finally coordinated and turned into a heart. So the I whole flashing that. lights and randomness paid off for the worst part of the song to me. Yeah. <laughs> the worst, for the the one thing that I don't the I mean, I have a complicated relationship with the pod. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, but... <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I, I didn't mind this one. I didn't think it was their worst performance, but I didn't think it was their best. Yeah, but. it's really kind of, to be honest, it's kind of hard to say what is their best because it's all so terrible. No, so when you I know say what's their best. Which one? This next one. Dirty bit. This song is, I like this song a lot as a song by itself. And so I wrote in all caps with my hand. So like I wrote out all capital letters. <laughs> that is a big deal. They finally danced. <laughs> well, yes. And it was very hilarious them dancing. So, I oh, did, but I, it was at least I saw something on the screen that they were doing. That wasn't also, Fergie my favorite led performers of the people with the boxes on their heads came out. Oh, they, they were dude. I'm going to be honest. They had, they were second in my MVP vote. <laughs> they reminded me of marshmallow. <laughs> They're giant. I kept thinking, um, I kept thinking of SpongeBob and thinking like, this seems like it's something that happens in one of their episodes where they just go with a box on their head. Probably the idiot box episode with imagination. So that's what I was thinking during it. But they were trying to dance, and it was hilariously bad. And <laughs> once I went from hating it, I went back to being like, this is the kind of crap I'm enjoying. <laughs> this is what I like to see. And it, there's this is a quick, this is a little interlude to hearing I Got a Feeling again! Here we go, we got a rock, 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 rock
tonight's gonna be a good night That tonight's gonna be a good, good night They use I Got a Feeling again. And to me, I don't know if they thought that this was gonna, like, change how performances were done by playing the first song at the beginning and it's then playing it loop, again at man. the end. Bringing it back it's to the beginning. That's cool. Full circle. <laughs> all in all, I was just, I was a little confused as to why they did it. I Full circle. I mean, I guess full they're circle. On a, but... They're on a different, like, level of thinking than you, Sam. Look, as I've said in the past, you should play the second most popular song first and the most popular song last. But they played maybe the most popular song first and last. So I guess they kind of covered their bases yeah. in a way. So I think that all of these are almost equally as good or in terms of the actual songs. I think that they're all pretty yeah. much on point. Like we were saying, at this, like you can just split hairs about which one is better. So unless you pull up the actual, I mean, we didn't do enough research to look at like what was the most played or yeah. bought. I'm or not, I, I do research for this. I'm not doing that much research. <laughs> so, I mean, craft. you might be able to say, well, this one had a hundred thousand more yeah. plays or songs or whatever, whatever to that. I say, whatever. We're talking about the peas, man. We're talking we don't about need, the, we're talking about the, the pod. pod, man. We don't need those facts. Does it look like they make... looked at the facts when they made their outfit? Does it look no. like they looked at the facts when they made their set list? No. Does it look like they looked at the facts when they got Fergie in their group to and no. had her sing with Slash like that? I don't think so. And if the pod isn't listening to facts, then why should I? Absolutely. I agree with you on that. Why well, listen to the facts on this? The facts are this was terrible. That's the only fact that really matters is that this, this was not <laughs> this was enjoyable to watch, but this oh. was not a good performance. So I really quickly kind of want to bring up this story, because as I've said, this is the first instance in my life where I realized something could be so bad it's good. And I remember going into school the next day and so many people was arguing that it was terrible and I was with them, but I was also trying to explain to them what so bad it's good meant. I was ahead of the game in seventh grade. I was just like, guys, listen, it was stupid. It was terrible, but also it was hilarious. Don't you understand? And they're like, no, how could something be so bad? It's good. And I'm just like, it just was, I don't know what to tell you. Were you not watching the same halftime show? I mean, weren't you laughing the whole 12 minutes? And they're like, no, I just thought it was really stupid. And I'm just sitting back thinking like, man, I'm ahead of the game. I don't know what it is, but I'm ahead of the game right now. And you know what? To me, in terms of entertainment, I would rewatch this one so much more than like almost almost all of the shows we've covered so far. I think this one could go up there in terms of the most rewatchable because it just brings me so much joy. This, Prince, Bruce Springsteen, and the big difference between like even... Bruce Springsteen, which got me a lot of laughs, is that Bruce Springsteen was at least in on the joke. You could tell he was having a fun time. You knew that what he was doing was just like, it was for the people. He wanted it to be fun, a little bit goofy with bringing out the ref and whatnot. But the Black Eyed Peas thought what they were doing was actually cool and revolutionary. <laughs> and that's the main difference. They were not in on the joke. They were the joke. They're one of the first... No, 
not one of the first because Kid Rock was there. Yeah. But Kid Rock did <laughs> what the Black Eyed Peas did for it's like a Kid whole Rock performance, a but like yeah. he only had like two songs. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. So I didn't think that this was that bad, but it definitely like it is one of the stupidest performances that we've seen. Yeah. This is like this is the same brand almost as the Janet Jackson one. Where I was yeah. like, I was laughing the entire time. And while like it was different and the, I think Janet Jackson's was better, but I think uh, that. Uh, yeah, it was definitely better. This, I can understand why people would put this at the bottom of their rankings as the worst. I'm not. No, I, I honestly, I don't see how you can say that some of the dad rock ones are better than this. I, I honestly, actually, yes, I could. If you were, yeah. <laughs> If you were actually looking at the quality of performance. Yeah. And especially that their microphones just like weren't working and they looked stupid. (laughs) They were dressed so dumb. Like, I don't know. The point is, I think in terms of my rankings, I think this probably goes where the Janet Jackson one is too, which is like, what, six, maybe seven for me. So Wherever the Janet Jackson one is, that's where I'm going to put this. Maybe I'll put it slightly ahead because I would probably rewatch this over that. But it's about that same Janet Jackson, Shania Twain level for me. So that's where yeah. I would put this in my rankings. I'm Negative 90 degrees down, but also not in the worst way possible. <laughs> I'm putting this one like positive five. <laughs> that's Just because I enjoy generous. it. Yeah, no, no, no. I enjoy it. It's an enjoyable performance to watch. Yes. Not because it's good, but because it's bad. Yes. And it's bearable. The thing is, it's not like a movie where you have to be like, oh, this one is so bad, it's good. So it's going on my rankings. Because not everybody can handle that. Not everybody can handle watching an hour and a half movie that's just garbage. Yeah. But pretty much everybody can watch a 12 minute video of just. Songs that they probably know and possibly like and just people looking like idiots. So I think that this is this is one where people can enjoy it if they realize how bad it is and they're not expecting a lot from it. As we've both said, Usher is both of our MVPs. So now let's get to the more important matter. What was the funniest moment of the entire show for you? Because that's, in all honesty, in a show like this that's so bad it's good, I think the funniest moment of the show is probably more important than the actual best, like, performer of the show. Uh, Dude, I have to go. I have to go with Slash and Fergie. I don't know how I can. I... I, I I completely agree. It's, yeah, it's there's no difficult. arguing. That is the to, funniest part. To me, the only thing that's maybe a little bit funnier is Will I Am's hair. <laughs> like that's the only thing that can come close in the fact that they thought what they were doing was so cool. But you really you have you got to go Fergie on Slash. That's the only that choice just, for funniest uh, yeah. moment. I mean, you can't not. It's that is difficult. an iconic moment that will last for generations. Absolutely. Like that's, that's to me was the highlight of the whole thing. And you know, what's a shame that while that wasn't super provocative, it was, they went through this whole dad rock era to like try and calm down from, from the over sexualized stuff that was going on with Janet Jackson. And obviously the, 
the wardrobe malfunction. And yeah. then you just go right back into it. You have Fergie who is just, I mean, they come down on stripper poles and they just like, it like, <laughs> I forgot about the stripper. Poles you wasted like six years <laughs> only to have this. It probably wasn't very controversial because it was just so people were not really no. focused on it. Hold but. on, I they uh, they ran a poll on Sports Center or Sports Nation on ESPN, and thirty five percent of the people who voted would give the performance an F. So <laughs> the only controversy was just that they sucked. <laughs> that was the controversy, <laughs> is that this was just terrible. That's that's awful. <laughs> I don't blame them, but I mean. <laughs> oh, also, I'd say that something that was terrible that we didn't talk about was they held their pose at the end for way too long. Yeah. Because the camera, I guess they like timed it incorrectly. And so they were holding it for like three cameras like changes. <laughs> You're so right. It was too long. And then finally they like talked them out and they were like, this has been the Bridgestone halftime show. Oh man, Bridgestone, you really, <laughs> you really, uh, you really Screwed got the screwed on, on that, that one. one. Yeah, great job. Um, well, I think that about does it, Dan. Yeah, I mean, overall, else? I thought this performance was not good, but no. I thought it was not dynamic, had bad vocals, but it was funny. It was fun. It was energetic. It was crazy. And above all, it was theatrical, which is something that we have not seen since Prince, arguably. And so I, finally, we're back on track with the type of performances that are my favorite. I absolutely agree. I know I say, like, you should give every single halftime show a chance. Uh, but to me, this is one of maybe four that you absolutely have to see to believe. Yeah, this is one of the this is an all timer. Not yeah. in a good way. Not in a good like way. <laughs> iconic, infamous, almost. Oh man, I might watch. But it I'd say I'd put wanna... this above Shania Twain. I'd put that yeah. above Shania Twain, but below whatever's above Shania Twain. Yeah, I. That's probably where about where my ranking is. Right, right middle of the pack is a good spot. Even though it's my lowest ranking of negative ninety degrees down, but I don't even care about that. Yeah, I'll give it a positive five five percent just because I enjoyed watching it, not because yeah. it was yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I understand that. Well, I think that about does it for us. Thank you guys so much for listening in. And please consider subscribing. We are going to be coming out with content every week. Who do we have coming up next week, Sam? Next week, we have Madonna. Ooh. And she's got a lot of guests with her, too. I know LMFAO is coming Oh, out. I love LMFAO. I'm an LMFAO head. MIA, Nicki Minaj, and CeeLo Green, I believe. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm excited. So it's, it's a lot of people. I rem From what I remember, this is very theatrical. Oh, boy. I don't think it's good, but it's very theatrical. So I'm sure there's going to be a lot for us to talk about, especially after this, what, hour-long episode? Just about. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to not talk about this for an hour. There's so much to talk this about. This is a good one.